the book of Psalms, chapter number 1. Don't get nervous, but we'll read the whole entire chapter. If you found that, will you say amen? The Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the, law, for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. You may be seated. Father, we come to you this morning, and Father, if we've ever needed you before, we sure do need you now. Lord, we pray this morning that you would help us, Father, to do thy will. I pray, God, you'd cleanse our mind, empty us of self, and fill us with your Spirit. I pray, dear God, Lord, that you would anoint today, dear God, the inner man. Lord, I pray today, God, that you'd hide us behind the shadow of the cross. I ask you today, dear God, Lord, to preach the Word of God. Father, we ask you this morning to direct and lead, Lord God, each and every individual that is here. And Lord, I pray this morning that you would help us today, dear God, Lord, to say what you'd have us to say and help us not to say what you would have us not to say. I pray, dear God, Lord, where the arm of flesh has failed me, God, that your Spirit would prevail us. Lord, I pray today, God, that you'd help us to continue in the old-time way. Help us today, dear God, Lord, to do thy will. We thank you. We love you. We give you glory and honor. I pray you'd save the sinner, reclaim the backslider, and encourage the child of God. In Jesus' lovely name, together the church says. Amen. If I can this morning, just for a few minutes of time, uh, Brother Fred, if you could give me just a little more volume, uh, not a whole lot, just a tad more. Uh, this morning, uh, we'd like to preach around this thought. And our text this morning is taken out of verse number 3. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of, the, of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall, shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Uh, if I can this morning, just for a little bit of time, I'd like to preach around this thought, and it's just a question I'd like to ask every single one of you this morning. Are you potted or are you planted? What do you mean by that this morning, preacher? Well, if you're potted this morning, you're not able to grow into your full potential. But if you're planted, the sky is the limit this morning. Preacher, what are you getting at this morning? I... Uh, was uh, uh, meditating uh, this week and uh, as the Lord was speaking to me just yesterday as we were coming home uh, from doing some things there yesterday I uh, was thinking and I saw some 
planted pots and I saw and what a what a, I could not I cannot believe what a large business uh, planted pots are but I thought this morning that there is a new fad if you will about uh, having planted trees in pots uh, and uh, they are claiming that if you don't have a, a large area, a large lawn, you can leave those trees inside of those pots. Uh, but there's a few things that uh, I'll call them a con, if you will, a negative about uh, leaving a tree in a pot. And we see that uh, according to some of the research we've done that a tree is intended to remain in a pot for no longer than two years. Uh, uh, for if it's longer than two years, then the tree will start to have some problems. Uh, uh, the pots uh, may be removed uh, by anyone. Well, preacher, what do you mean by that this morning? You may place a planted or a pot uh, where you want it to be, but do you know the storm may come uh, and the wind may blow and it may blow that pot uh, across the patio. Uh, uh, if you leave that tree uh, planted in a pot, uh, uh, for lack of better terms, uh, uh, the, the root system will be restricted uh, and it will grow uh, in a circular motion, if you will, around the pot uh, into a web uh, of roots inside of that pot, not able to grow uh, uh, the way that God intended for it to grow. Uh, uh, we see some pros, if you will. We see some positives uh, for planting a tree in the ground. The roots can dig in. Amen. The roots can grow deep. In ideal soil conditions, we'll say here in West Virginia, on average, the root system will grow up to six feet deep. But in other soil conditions where the rock is not so prevalent, there are reported root systems that have grown as deep is 20 deep. I thought this morning the scripture gives us references about the trees of the cedars of Lebanon. We find that the cedars of Lebanon it is believed to be that if the tree is 10 foot tall above the ground then the root system is believed to be three times uh, that distance. That means if the tree shoots 10 feet up, uh, then the root system uh, goes 30 feet down. Uh, oh, what are you saying today, preacher? I'm already seeing this morning uh, some benefits uh, to getting out of the pot uh, and getting planted uh, in the ground. How about you? Uh, uh, look this morning, uh, uh, one other benefit uh, to being able to have a tree that is planted. Uh, it is said to believe uh, uh, that the root system will grow laterally or outwardly uh, or horizontally uh, uh, two to three times uh, the radius of the tree canopy. Well, what do you mean? Uh, well, if that tree canopy uh, uh, protrudes ten feet from the, uh, that uh, uh, trunk of the tree, uh, then two times would be twenty feet uh, or three times would be thirty feet. Uh, why are you telling us that? Uh, because what 
you see on the outside, uh, what you can see above the ground, uh, it will show you some trouble. Uh, it may not be able to weather the storm, uh, but honey, what's beneath the surface, uh, thank God, uh, is intended uh, to be here for the long haul. Uh, can I tell you today, church, uh, honey, as we look this morning uh, at the scripture, uh, uh, we looked as the writer said, uh, and he shall be like a tree uh, planted by the rivers uh, of water that bringeth forth his fruit uh, in uh, his season. Uh, his leaf also shall not wither, uh, and whatsoever he doeth uh, shall prosper. Uh, this morning, uh, and again I told you a while ago, will not be long before you, uh, and just the question, uh, do you consider yourself to be planted, uh, or do you consider yourself to be potted? Uh, uh, you understand this morning that every one of us uh, are going to go through a storm. Uh, every one of us are going to be caught uh, when the wind blows uh, and the rain comes down uh, and the hail falls. Uh, you realize this morning, uh, honey, that we may go through the storm if you're rooted uh, and the hail uh, and the wind might beat the leaves off of your tree, uh, but if your roots are planted deep, uh, thank God you can endure uh, as a good soldier. Amen. Uh, you understand this morning uh, if we are carried away with every whim uh, and every doctrine uh, then we're just potted uh, you realize this morning this world uh, is on uh, uh, sifting sand uh, but thank God Jesus said uh, thank God that the wise man uh, uh, built his house uh, upon the rock uh, the rains came down uh, amen. the water came up uh, and thank God the house stood strong uh, you realize this this morning church uh, that we're living in a sifting uh, sand generation uh, we're living in a time of history uh, honey that Paul was not chosen to live in uh, we're living in a time of history that Peter was not chosen to live in uh, but we're living in a time of history uh, that God chose you to live in are you planted or are you potted
church, what are you saying? I'm just simply saying this morning that in 2021, we're living in a generation of modern Christianity where men and women, boys and girls, think they can live any way they want to out in the world and live like they feel good and say whatever they want to say, no matter how bad it sounds, act the way they want to act, no matter how bad it looks, then come to church on Sunday and act like everything's all right. Then the storms come and the floods come and trouble comes in your life and in my life. But neighbor, if our roots are not planted deep, we're not going to be able to hold on the way God would have us to hold on. Are you planted or are you potted? The scripture says in verse number 4, the ungodly are not so. Look here, look at this uh, potted Christian. But they are like chaff. When the wind, uh, when which the wind uh, driveth away. <laughs> you, you look this morning in Psalms 92 and 12, uh, and we see the picture of a planted Christian. The Bible says the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow uh, like a cedar uh, in Lebanon. They say uh, uh, some of the research I've done, some of those trees uh, that are in Lebanon uh, are believed to be uh, 3,000 years old. Uh, and they grow up there uh, without anybody putting miracle grow on them. Uh, they grow up there, yes sirree. Uh, they grow up there without anybody uh, pruning on them. Uh, well preacher, what are you saying? I'm saying if it's a potted plant, you're going to try to water it. You're going to try to put some miracle grow in it. You might even talk to it. I'm not preaching against talking to your plant. But what I'm saying this morning, honey, is we have a potted plant, then that plant is restricted. It can't grow any bigger than the pot. Oh, but listen, neighbor, you realize if you get out of the pot and put some roots down, God's able to grow you. God's able to help you flourish in the house of God. Honey, do you realize this morning, honey, that the writer said in Psalms 80 and verse 8, Thou hast brought a vine out of Egypt. Thou hast cast out the heathen, looky here, and planted it. What did they plant? They planted the vine. Can I tell you this morning, man or woman of God, honey, that if we're carried away with every wind and every doctrine, if we're carried away every time the storms come, if we're carried away, if we this church, amen, for weeks at a time because there's been trouble in our life. Listen, I'm not preaching against you, honey, but I want, I'm trying to preach that I can help you. Do you understand this morning? You're a potted plant, amen. That means if the devil can move you, he wants to move you. Oh, but listen, you go out there to a hickory tree and you think, honey, that the storms are going to move that hickory. Oh, yes, the storms may make it blow. The storms may make it sway. Oh, but listen, that old lad is planted deep. It's rooted deep. And that's what God wants for the child of God. Get involved in your local New Testament church. Amen. Sink some roots down and say, Lord, I'm going to plant right here. Would you bless me? Lord, would you grow me? And Lord, would you help me to bring forth fruit that men and women would be able to give you glory whenever they see my life. 
Well, preacher, do you really believe this morning that there is much of a difference between a potted tree and a planted tree? Oh, yes, I sure do. You go down to the beach and you see them palm trees. How is it that they survive hurricanes? Amen. See some of them little baby palms. And my goodness, uh, if Kelly has got some family that uh, I believe they own a palm tree farm, is that right? And said some of those palms would sell for up to $20,000 a piece. I think I'll just stick with an old oak sapling. Amen. <laughs> Uh, you understand this morning that some of those palms uh, uh, may be put in small uh, pots uh, uh, that are uh, there for display uh, or there for sale. But when the storms come, you know, it's real easy for those to be blown over. But you take those palm trees that are planted. And you know, they'll bend up to 50 degrees. What's that mean? That means it won't snap. It's able to bend. Its root system is wide, deep. Amen. Preacher, what are you saying? I'm just simply saying this morning, every one of us are going to have to endure some storms. So get out of the pot. Amen. If you want to endure them, get out of the pot. Sink you some roots down and say, Lord, would you help me to sink some roots right here? Lord, would you help me not to let everybody else do what you've called me to do? Lord, amen, neighbor. Lord, would you help me just to be able to lift up my tree, branches toward glory? And would you help me to say, Hosanna, Hosanna. You know what that means? He's Jesus saves, Jesus saves. Do you understand this morning, honey, that the trees will grow straight up to glory? Why do they do that? You you know, listen, you can look at the mountainside here in Appalachia. And when the winds are blowing, them trees are giving it this. I love to think about that. You know what they're doing? I say they're praising the Lord. They're worshiping God. They're not breaking. They're not being over. They're swaying with the wind. Because their roots are planted deep. And that's what God wants for you and I to be. Get out of the pot and get planted. You say, preacher, that's all very interesting, but I just don't understand. Well, let me just give you two, ver or two, uh, two more examples, and then I promise you I'll soon to be done. Are you a potted Christian? Jesus said this, and He answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. What's that mean? That means dug up. That means extracted. If God didn't plant it, amen, it will not grow. Preacher, I just don't know that. Remember what Paul said? Paul said, I may have planted, Apollos may have watered, but God gaveth the increase. Do you recognize this morning there's nothing in me, there's nothing about you, Amen. There's nothing about any of us that is special. But there's something on the inside of the child of God that's able to grow. Amen. Now listen to me, child of God. If, you are, if you've been saved five years and you're still a one-year-old spiritual maturity, you need to get out of the pot. Hmm. 
if you take that with a little bit of orange juice, it might taste a little better. But the fact of the matter is, as a 20-year-old Christian, I'd not act like a 5-year-old Christian. Well, what are you saying, preacher? I'm saying I've been saved, thank God. I've been, well, I've been 25 years since I rededicated. Let me say it like that. 25 years and about two months since I rededicated. And I thank God for that. But I should not act like a 10-year-old Christian. Yeah. Why, preacher? Because I need to get out of the pot. Amen. And I need to get planted. I need to put some roots down. Listen, I'm almost done. Paul writing to the church at Ephesus, he said that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with the might by his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Listen to this. That ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge uh, that ye might be fulfilled, might be filled uh, with the fullness of God now unto him that is able to and uh, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Well, preacher, what are you saying today? I'm just simply saying this morning, child of God, if you remain planted, you can endure. But if you remain potted, then you'll be carried away with every new thing that comes along. I don't know about you, but I want my family to be planted. I want them to have roots. Now listen. I'm struggling as a parent. I'm being honest with you. The Bible teaches, confess your faults one to another and pray you one for another. My children are old enough. They're making a lot of their own decisions. Kaylin's 17, Jake's 20. Both of them are going on senior citizen age. And I say that respectfully because of this. They're old enough to want to make their own decisions. Mom and Dad... Maybe you understand what I'm talking about. Some of those decisions we see them make, we just want to say, well, don't you think? And we'll make suggestions. Believe me, if, if I wanted to, I'd make the decision for them. Oh, yeah. I ain't lost my backbone. But they wouldn't learn anything. What do you mean? See, they've got to learn to make their own mistakes. And so when a young person, a man or a woman, a boy or a girl, when a young uh, person, a young adult, when a teenager makes a mistake, it's not our place to condemn them. Now, if I need to preach another 30 minutes, I'll be happy to. Some of these youngsters come in this church house, it's not your job or my job to judge them. It's our job to cradle them, to support them, to love on them, and to encourage them. No matter how big of a mess they've made. Oh, yeah. Well, preacher, you just don't understand, don't I? I've already told you i got two of my own. All I'm simply saying this morning, if we treat them like they are potted, that we can move them, then that's how they'll think they're supposed to live. But they've got to learn that they've got to put some roots down. They've got to learn that they've got to make some decisions and live 
with the consequences. Oh my. Isn't that a dirty word in today's society? It's your bed. Amen. Live in it. You made it. Sleep in it. Well, preacher, what are you saying? All I'm simply trying to say, if you all agree with me about the teenagers, then the adults are the same way. We don't want to be accountable when we make mistakes. Well, it's somebody else's fault. I mean, that's, let's be honest, that's, that's the principal thought with today's society. What's somebody else's fault? It was me that was speeding. It was me that caused the accident. Oh my. It was me that bounced the checkbook. It was me that caused the problem at home. See, it's gotten quiet now. Why? Because the Lord's trying to trim your bushes. You understand this morning that if we live in a potted pot and we can be moved anyway, well, that preacher offended me. It's real easy to take your pot and move it to somewhere else, maybe to a Joe Osteen crowd. But if you put some roots down, Amen. Take a little hard preaching. Amen. Remember what Jesus said. I'm just going to read it. John 15. Beautiful scripture. You said, preacher, you said you were done. I am done. This is the Lord. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. That's the individual. The husbandman is the individual that took care of the vineyard. He said, every branch in me, 15 and 2, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye... Hmm. For without me, ye... Who is that? That's you and I. Can do nothing. Stand with me this morning, please. Brother Andrew, if you'll come. I'm reminded by a story that I heard, uh, I believe it was Dr. Ralph Sexton Sr. tell many years ago. And it was in the great drought to the early 1900s, there was a gentleman who had a vineyard. And his vineyard made the newspapers because of in the middle of that drought, that vineyard continued to grow. In the middle of that drought, that vineyard continued to produce fruit. So some professors from the local college came out to uh, the husbandman of the vineyard and asked, can we 
examine and can we try to do a little research and understand why that in the midst of this drought when all the other crops are struggling, why yours are doing so well. He said, yes, but do not damage the vines. Do not damage the roots. Do not damage the plants. And so they dug around the root system a little bit and they got out roughly around 20, 23 feet, 24 feet. And as they kept digging, the root kept getting bigger and bigger. They kept digging. Now they were around 27 feet and then all at once the ground gave way. And underneath of that ground that they had uncovered was an underground spring. That root had been hooked up to a source that you couldn't see on the surface. You know how a child of God's able to endure? Because they're hooked up to a source that the world cannot see. The world says, I don't know how they make it. Uh, neighbor, I cannot make it without the Lord Jesus Christ. Get out of the pot and get planted.